Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast, the When Calls the Hallmarkies Heart to Heart edition. I am your host, lucky me, Cami Clements, the Hooked Hardy, and I have my two lovely co-hosts. We're all back together again. Yay, team. Yay. So, yay. 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 There's the hopeful Hardy, Caroline. Hey. We missed you. I missed y'all. <laughs> and <laughs> Casey. <laughs> and then there's Casey, the uh, the the happy hearty over there who's making me giggle. <laughs> the happy hearty that's here. Hello, friends. And if you're not watching on YouTube and you just heard that weird thing that happened, I did a little heart motion. That's what Cammy's laughing at me for because I did it kind of goofy. But she did fine. it completely goofy. Do not <laughs> do not undermine that. <laughs> All right, so new possibilities. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> yeah, about that. Yeah, pun intended. <laughs> okay, so this was an episode that had a lot packed into it, I think. Mm -hmm. the, there, there were a lot of storylines that were kind of going all over the place and there were a lot of lead-ins to the season finale. And oh, just so you guys know and you have something to look forward to, I'm going to be writing a parody of Leanne Rimes's How Do I Live? And I'm going to be writing it about the season finale. How, how do we live without this show? <laughs> so you have that to look forward to. You're welcome. <laughs> I won't sing. Okay. All right. So I want to talk about Fiona first. Mm. Let's, yes. let's talk about Fiona. Yes. Yes. Let's go there. Uh, yes. Let's go there. So we have a very cool, composed, happy-go-lucky, everything's right as rain Fiona to people and she is fleeing to get away from said people so that she can fall apart and sob. Oh. And all because she had to go to a mysterious trip to San Francisco that she didn't tell anybody about. And she won't tell anybody what's going on with it because Clara came right out and asked her and said, what was it about? And just, family stuff, work stuff, nothing exciting. And then she gets that phone call that appears to be very, very threatening. Mm -hmm. She says, I do. Hello, Mr. Nichols. I, yes, I do like my job. And then all of a sudden she's leaving. And I mean, obviously we saw from the preview that she's not gone in the next episode. She is still there at least for that, but we don't know what's going to happen with that storyline. We don't even know if we're going to hear about why she is being threatened or blackmailed or something. Mm -hmm. It's just so, yeah. What did, what did you guys think about that? I, like, I, I kind of knew that was coming by like the last couple of episodes about like her being in San Francisco, but like, I wasn't expecting it to be like that sad like off mm. of that like seeing Florence get upset and then like she's upset and 
I'm like, oh my oh. gosh, I almost lost it. Yeah. 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 And, I, I, like I, and I thought it was family related. I didn't think it was going to be her job. Like I thought yeah. like maybe her parents want her home. But um, Oh, okay. What about you, Casey? I, so when Florence is sobbing in the mercantile and Fiona's all like, honkadori, I was like, <laughs> what? Fiona, like seriously, have you no heart? And then when she walks away from, um, Carson. from Carson and she just like starts crumbling and I was like, oh my word, what is going on here? Who is threatening Fiona? Why is she crying? Why is she leaving? Like I have so many questions. I, I just, I, I really hope we find out next episode because she's become a very beloved character. I mean, she, she has. hasn't had she a lot, has. but she's just so fun. And we mean like fun in Hope Valley, you know, she just mm-hmm. brings the fun and the ankles. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, and the other thing about her is she's so willing to help anybody in town. I mean, the Christmas movie she did everything to help get Faith and Carson reunited for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And when that looked like it wasn't working out. She said, I know I'm no substitute for Carson, but we could have dinner. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. and the moment that Faith came into the mercantile and Fiona's eyes bugged out, I thought you were in Hamilton. It's a long story immediately. Well, how can I help? Mm-hmm. You know, she's so eager. She's mm-hmm. so eager to help. And to, in, in this episode, how many times did she, trivia, how many times did she try before she reached the number that was Lee's sister? 18. That was so 18. Oh. 18. She tried 18 times before she got a hold of the number that led Lee to his sister. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not... That's no small thing, especially back then when there's no Google. <laughs> right. I know. So, yeah, you know that this is breaking her heart, obviously, mm-hmm. because of the way it, it's funny because even when she was saying, hi, Carson, and then she just ran a little too quickly past him, I knew there was something wrong mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she, mm-hmm. because it looked like she was fleeing. And then mm-hmm. when she turned around and was crying, walking away from him, I said, I knew it. I was right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what, what are you guys' predictions? What do you, what do you think? Like, I, I think, it's like something job related, of course, but I, like I, I hope maybe by like mid part of this episode, like she gets to stay. Like I hope it's not like a like the last minute of the episode, like collusion, you know. So like I hope we know relatively early on, so then the rest of the episode can be about the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> solve that one. Let's yeah. solve yeah. that one, so we can worry about the triangle. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What I love Fiona. Oh, I yeah, we love stay. Fiona. Obviously, mm-hmm. obviously, we love Fiona. All right. I mean, I, I think she's going to stay. She is on the, isn't she on the poster? Her name's on it. Carol she's Wallace. On the, she's like, she was on the Christmas and this, the season episode, like season poster. And yeah. On it. yeah. So, I mean, I feel that's an indicator that she is a semi main character. So if she yeah. can, her name's up on there. So I think she's coming back. I think that maybe this whole, I don't, I don't know. 
San Francisco, Mr. Nichols, the job quote unquote transfer, which I don't think is a transfer. I think that's fake. Um, it's an excuse for Fiona to I agree. cover whatever's going on. But I, ha- I honestly have no idea. This storyline is reminding me a lot of Lucas in the beginning. He was mm-hmm. completely mysterious. No one knew anything about him. And then, you know, we all remember the very end of that episode where he pulls the money box out from under the, bo- the boards, the false bottom in the fish crate, you know, mm-hmm. and, just, and this is really reminding me of that a lot. She, she seems to be suddenly enveloped in a lot of mystery. And the thing is, I don't have a single clue what could be going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I was racking my brain to think back to when she got featured in the newspaper article. Was there anything condemning? Nope. There was nothing condemning in there do, at all. Do, I think. You th- do you think that article had something to do with, like, someone finding out where she is? And, like, so maybe that's how someone found her and going to get her back to San Francisco? That article? That, that's a very good thought. Mm-hmm. I just it's thought of it. Totally, I it's totally possible. Up in my no, mind. no, Caroline, that happened to me last week. Casey and I are just going along, and then all of a sudden something just popped in my head. I said, oh my gosh, I just thought of that. Do you remember that, Casey? Yeah, I you do. <laughs> and I think I'm having that moment, too, because I really oh dear. have no idea. Oh dear. But y'all remember from season one, the Cat Montgomery storyline? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, that she, not that Fiona's going to be thrown in jail, but she might be covering for a brother or sister and somebody might be threatening her that's the girl, a, the girl in the in the like in the train station and that came into yeah. the saloon maybe she's not connected to fiona and not luke or not on um, whoever did we saw um, elias not mark. mark yeah maybe he maybe she's connected with him and coming to see about fiona and maybe it's not about like with Gowan and stuff. Like I thought. I don't hmm. I don't know. I I don't I don't quite think that that woman is connected with Fiona because there was no one to show off for in the train station and she asked Fiona like a total stranger, "Do you know where I could grab a bite?" That's true. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think that that there's unless she knows about Fiona, but Fiona doesn't know about her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that could be something. But yeah, we'll get to her in a minute, but that woman is up to something. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> She's fishy. She's fishy. Sure is. Uh-huh. All right. So I was going to save Lee and Rosemary for last, but let's go ahead and do them now. Yay! Yay. I love them. (laughs) Well, and number one, Lee's okay. (laughs) Okay, didn't it didn't take anybody long to find out that he was okay? (laughs) We knew one minute in. (laughs) I am not gonna lie, and I know we had the little bit of a conversation about this earlier, but I. I was kind of like that was kind of anticlimactic because like literally 12 hours later he's fine walking <laughs> around being all hunky-dory and stuff and I mean like for me I'm like all right I'm a bit more of a realist and I feel like a head injury like that you're not gonna be playing ball with little jack but whatever 
I feel like they've made it up in a sense because we get to see deeper into Lee's past Mm -hmm. and all of that. So I'm like, I think I can forgive you for this ridiculous storyline of a 12, like a crazy windstorm that's blown out of proportion, no pun intended. (laughs) And then he's like up and fine. Like, no big deal. Yeah, it did help. It did help their conversation about his past and his family. So I do agree with you there. I mean, true. And, I, and he has always been the character that I'm like, okay, we know nothing about Lee. We know now he we has do. a brother. Mm-hmm. We know he has a brother who died. And like, that's it. We know he, he just, he literally rolled into Hope Valley. Oh. <laughs> yep. He certainly did. Like, Honky Dory Lee. He's marrying Rosemary. We know nothing. And I've said for the last several years, dive into Lee's story. And now I finally got it. Thank you, Brian Bird, Alonzo. I should go on and on. Derek, (laughs) thank you for bringing it. I just, what I wanted, I wanted it to be, I wanted it to have been a couple of days. You know, the time passage. Mm -hmm. I I did not like that it was the very next day. I said no. No yeah. way. No way that should have happened like that. That he yeah. would be, I mean, granted, he still looked ashen when mm-hmm. Carson pulled back the screen. But I, yeah, I, I wanted there to be a time passage. And yeah. maybe after the title sequence, Lee wakes up. <laughs> but, I mean, literally in the first minute of the show, boop, he's up. And yeah. it was yesterday. Went. Yeah. What didn't what? they end? They left it so hopeless and bleak, and then it just the next day. Nope, he's fine. Yeah, yeah we didn't. We didn't even get. We didn't even get like Rosemary and Lee and and Carson talking about like Lee, like in the in the morning time or something. You know, like in the next episode, I wanted them to be talking more about Lee, and but nope, we just got him. Listen, I wanted a montage, but that's apparently asking too much. So, <laughs> like Jack, you and your Jack montages. <laughs> hey, do not get do not get me wrong. I love montages, so no, I'm totally with you there. <laughs> how long How long did it take Jack to wake up in the season three? Oh, days. oh days. It, yeah, days yeah. and days. Yeah. So okay. yeah. And I, and I feel like hypothetically. Okay, fever hypothermia versus being bonked on the head by a flipping tree. <laughs> Is that a technical term, Casey? I like that. <laughs> bonk. Bar bonk. <laughs> because he got scripts here. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, and I'm with you on that time. Like, it, obviously we can't get every single minute of what happens in Holt Valley, but it could have been Elizabeth saying, a week had passed since Lee's injury in the windstorm. Or just talking to Carson and Carson, it's been a week. When is he going to wake up? Yeah. You know, I mean, some And that would that have been fine. That or like her writing in her seconds. journal. Like her writing. Right. That's her what Ka- yeah, that's yeah. what Casey yeah. said. Yeah. One thing, one thing I will say, one thing I will say that I really like that they did with the head injury is getting hit on the head like that can often cause a lot of things to be dredged up. And the way that Kevin Smith played the emotion and how 
he got so emotional all of a sudden that I thought that was Mm -hmm. so telling of the head injury and just, uh, not, not just in the sense that he lived through it and he felt lucky, but just getting hit on the head messes with your brain. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden we see Lee getting so emotional in a way that we have not seen before. Even when he was talking about Patrick, it was very Mm -hmm. understated, but now, I mean, he's not blubbering, but Lee's not going to blubber, but that's the most, that's the most emotional we've ever seen Lee. He wasn't right. even that was emotional so with the infertility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He did a really yeah. good job. I yes, was going to say, I think, and I've seen a lot of his stuff. I've not seen any of his non-Hallmark stuff because I'm not really into like Stargate or anything. Right. I think he was in that, but he was, I've seen a lot Eureka. of- his... He was in oh, Eureka. Yeah. Yeah. But he too. played a robot. So not very many emotions. <laughs> But I've seen a lot of his Hallmark work. And I think that particular episode really elevated him as an actor and really showcased his mm-hmm. um, his range because he's mm-hmm. really good with the empathy, like in Hello, It's Me. Really mm-hmm. good. I love that one. I love he's that really good too. with the empathy and he's really good with like that fatherly dynamic. He's obviously really great with the funny with Pascal and... Um, but this just really just showed the range of motions. And yeah. I was like, Kevin, bravo. Good on you, man. You know, the other, the other thing that I thought was so sweet. So by the time he's playing ball with little Jack, I do think it's been, a, it's been two or three days since he woke up. Um, and what I loved, and it just, it hit me so hard, is Elizabeth asks, how's the search for your sister going? And he said, well, I was just telling little Jack here, I feel pretty good about it. And it occurred to me, he's talking to Jack. Oh. <laughs> he's going to melt there you no now you stop that you did that last week don't you dare melting my heart but yeah he's talking to jack he doesn't get to talk to jack anymore so he's talking to jack through his son and it just oh, it really oh it really gosh. hit me hard because he was getting so sentimental he was not being sentimental because he was right there with little jack but it just yeah he's talking to jack i and i just i now i want to ask Alfonso and Derek and Brian was that done on purpose (laughs) so so, but yeah that just that hit me he's talking to his best friend so oh his best friend oh precious (laughs) can I I do miss their bromance I do I I do do too I do yeah we didn't get enough of it to be honest with you I feel like there could have been more but that's mm-hmm. another story well, sorry <laughs> but can we just say about rosemary and lee when that's where i go was into, going were you yeah. going in the, okay, when you go, go ahead go house? ahead can i go there yes um, let's have it <laughs> see, you can see what i did there see I what i did there, there. <laughs> i see you <laughs> and 
I just thought it was so funny that he was totally expecting her to just chew him to out. To chew him out, yes! Which makes me think, like, I don't think he realized, like, the gravity of, like, and the weight of what danger he no. was in and mm-hmm. what emotions he had put her through. And Carson and, like, said that, I think. Like, yeah, he said yeah. it's totally normal to forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, Pascal, how she played, like, in that moment, she was so, like, not bug-eyed, but she, like, the emotion of Rosemary was so mm-hmm. unlike anything we've ever seen before. I mean, she so nearly good. lost the love of her life, and she's sitting, like, standing there with, like, she's not crying, but her eyes are, like, almost misty, because, like, I love you so much that I yeah. can't believe this all just happened, and you're standing here. I'm so grateful. Just an overwhelmed feeling. I oh, think yeah. that emotion, it was, it was so good. I just, yeah. I love that moment when she was like, not like crazy Rosemary, but like the loving, adoring wife, mm-hmm. you know, I was just not going to lecture her husband because she almost lost him and she's not going to waste her breath on something mm-hmm. so petty. Right. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Totally. Very good what about you, Caroline? I did like that, like, how, like, like stone-faced she was, like, you know, and how, like, he didn't, like, he was, like, so nonchalant about it, and, like, I'm, are you going to chew me out? Like, Yeah, um, expecting it. All right, mm-hmm. let's have it. I'm like, I, I, I'm glad she didn't get mad at him, though. Like, me I'm glad too. she was, like, she was sad like Mm -hmm. she didn't like why'd you go there like like you thought like you would say to your husband like why did you do that but she was like Mm -hmm. she was sad like she was still reeling from that emotion I think of Mm -hmm. like almost losing him I think maybe a couple days later if he would have said that to her she might have been more willing to get mad at him but in that moment I think it was still fresh in her mind that like she didn't like she was just like I'm just glad you're alive you know Mm mm-hmm so let uh, I, I want to talk more about Lee and Rosemary, especially dealing with the sister in a minute, but I really, really want to go into Lee and Jesse for a minute. <gasps> the, oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So the fact that Jesse raced out the door of the office, but wouldn't leave the porch. Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. he was afraid to approach even with that whole group that had been there all night, even though it should have been longer. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that whole group that, that had been there all night supporting Lee and Rosemary and just making sure that you know, w- waiting to hear for any word and Jesse comes racing out but he won't leave the porch mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that he's just so happy that Lee is okay. And then when Lee shows up at the office, mm-hmm. I, uh, oh. I wanted them to hug. I, wa- mm-hmm. I want, I, I, there would not have been anything wrong with them sharing a brotherly hug right like a, there. Like a, pat, like a pat on the back, like a quick what? tap, you know, I mean, he put, Lee put his hand on Jesse's shoulder, but I, I was like, pull him in, yeah, pull him in, to... pull him in, but he never <laughs> did. 
So, but I just, I really, really loved what Lee did, how he turned it around Mm -hmm. because Jesse said, the only reason you were up on that mountain is because you were looking for me. And he said, the only reason you were up on that mountain is because I sent you. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember watching that. I went, whoa, Lee, good on you, man. Mm -hmm. It's because I mean, a lot of people would have said, no, no, it's all right. But no, Lee completely turned it around on himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's then, the marks of a great leader right there. Amen. Just that line alone. Just amen. that line alone. And like, we haven't really seen Lee, like, quote unquote, as boss. Like, we haven't seen him with his men, like, telling him what to do or whatnot. Like, no, we've heard no, him give no. a, speeches about, like, I'm sorry, I can't pay you. And, right. And like, him in the, the mill office and stuff. But like we haven't seen him lead the men in such a way or even like when they're searching for people like he's usually just bopping along looking but not leading and like that just shows like the the, the leadership in Lee in that character and like he's really become probably like the one that everybody looks up to like he's slowly rising to that yeah, elevation. He's be, usually it was he's like become the Jack. town sage. He's yeah. become the town sage Bill, or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Jack and Bill were always the ones that everybody would go to. They would have the wise words. Everybody would look to their leadership. Right. And now, like Lee is really, you know, stepping it up. Totally. And I thought, like, I thought it was just so sweet, like that Jesse was so worried about Lee, you know, yeah. like, and and how Clara was worried about Jesse. Mm-hmm. and I'm like that was just so sweet like like how their dynamic was during that but I, th- I thought it was like also sweet that like Jesse thinks of Lee as like his older brother yeah. role father role would you mm-hmm. say older brother or father and like how like, I would say brother yeah I would say brother as well yeah it, it was just so sweet like their dynamic it's not like false like worker it's like friends mm-hmm. worried about well, each other yeah. Well, and, and just like Lee said, you have no idea how much I needed to hear that because right now he's not a brother to anyone mm-hmm. and yeah. he, he's not anybody's brother right now because his sister hasn't spoken to him in 20 years. Yeah. So he, to be able to hear someone say that you're like a brother to me, Lee. Mm-hmm. Right now when he's feeling like it might be hopeless to ever be a brother again. It just, oh yeah. man, well, I'm going to cry thinking about I, it now. Hope, <laughs> Alice, Hope Alice is a family anyway. Like, so like everyone has that close relationship, but it's nice yeah. to see two guys talking about it and not yeah. like Elizabeth and Rosemary or Elizabeth and right. Sarah, mm-hmm. or like Faith, you know, it's two guys, you know, like who don't really show emotion that much. Yeah. I have yeah. another conversation. So, fun fact: our we are pretty good friends with our pals over at the Bubbly Sash, Jackson Shaw, and they just interviewed Kevin Smith. And I was listening to it earlier, and on oh, this yeah? note, yeah. So, Kevin revealed that he improv that line, bringing it oh, full circle. No, no Y'all way! Have to listen the, to it. Kevin. the brother, the brother line when he said that means so much to me. I needed to hear that. Ah! <laughs> you go, that Kevin. Was, that, that's what brought it home. Yeah. You know, that's what, oh my 
gosh. Oh, Kevin, said, you're amazing. I know. And he said that he basically threw it out there and hoped it would stick. <laughs> and like, apparently okay. it did. It worked. Oh, uh-huh. It, just, it, it really totally did. worked. I, I think without that line, it would have fallen It wouldn't flat. have been, yeah, it wouldn't have been as <gasps> meaningful as it was. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I love that they give short. them, I love that they give them that freedom to do that the actors like if they want to add something like I, I'm glad the writers don't feel like it's my word say yeah yes my way or the highway like mm-hmm. they they the, the actors know the characters more than anybody else so they know the emotions yeah. they would have in that moment and I love that he did that go Kevin yeah. well and good for Aaron Buckles because he just went right along with it he just mm-hmm. reacted appropriately and Kept that going. was a genuine, a genuine reaction. That's a genuine Aaron. reaction right here. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, so let's go back to Lee looking for his sister. We find out that he actually has a sister, which is <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> I just love the fact that Rosemary is looking at that picture and she's like, is that a cousin? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have pictures of my cousins, like a group picture. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. But not like that. Not like a a professional one. It was like a like a mom or dad taking the picture yeah well yeah but the only kind of pictures they had really were professional ones mm -hmm, like that yeah Mm -hmm. well not your everyday joe had a camera especially way back yeah when lee Lee was a boy (laughs) right yeah precisely yeah in the in the late 1800s yeah that's so weird to think about okay yeah so um i I loved, I, I was not crazy about the fact that Lee was up chopping food and helping Rosemary with dinner. I'm like, sit down, man, go and rest. <laughs> you, know? like, you should not be up. You should not be chopping food. <laughs> but, but I love how, I love how his emotion and the hit on the head kind of led him to the soul searching I've been so lucky in my life. You, and I love that he just said that. He just said you right off the bat to Rosemary. You, this town, my career, now my health. Life is a gift, Rosie. I'd be a fool to live it with any regrets. Oh. And it just, oh. oh I love and when then he calls that, her Rosie. I know. I know. It's so cute. So, um, <laughs> The scene when he is calling the general store, number one, fabulous idea that he even had that idea to call the general store to try to track down. You know, it's all of these things that we as modern people don't think about. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we, we need a number. Okay, let's Google the name and see how many results we have. We don't mm-hmm. think Check about Facebook. actually, yeah, we don't yeah. actually think <laughs> about tracking someone down which obviously they had to do. And <laughs> when, when that fell flat, Rosie did such a woman answer. <laughs> did she have any suitors? Oh, yes. <laughs> I said, that is such a woman way of handling the situation. 
That was a good thought, though. Incredibly smart. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, But, I mean, there is no way that if he had been talking to Carson that he would have said Oh, no. I mean, Carson, the doctor who couldn't figure out that Elizabeth was pregnant. Duh. I mean... (laughs) Leave it to the women for womanly things. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it reminded me. It reminded me of the end scene in Legally Blonde, where she, where Elle is the only one who figured out that Chetney was guilty because of the perm. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so Rosie is the one. Rosie is the one who figures out how to find her because she had a suitor. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Uh, and i don't know if it was yeah let's take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast they're the good folks over at skylight frames and right now everyone's looking for the perfect mother's day gift and it can be really hard to find the perfect gift for our moms something that will be meaningful but uh but there's something they don't already have it can be very difficult Uh, and i recently was able to get my my parents a skylight frame and it it was such a fun gift for them because it not only looks nice and is you know a thoughtful gift but it also helps them to connect with their family members and gets to see the photos uh, of their family uh, with greater ease and so it's a really nice product it's a digital frame where people can email you their photos so they don't even have to download them or upload them onto the frame like a traditional digital frame they can send the photos directly to your frame so they could be out uh hiking or doing some activity and uh and just with their phones upload it right to the frame and you can see it which is really cool the the frame sets up in under 60 seconds it has a very easy to use touch screen that allows you to connect with your wireless network and uh, it's an effortless system to send the the photos uh to from your family and and it just makes things very very easy to stay in touch it's a black frame that looks looks like a real photo you can't even tell the difference between your other photos uh, your framed artwork and uh and it has a 10 inch screen you can swipe through photos with your finger and it has 100 percent satisfaction guarantee if you don't love skylight they will offer you a full refund so now as a special holiday offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash hallmark and enter code hallmark. So this is a great thing that you can get for Mother's Day for your mom. And that's $10 off your purchase of skylight frame. Just go to skylightframe.com slash hallmark and enter code hallmark that's skylight frame s-k-y-l-i-g-h-t-f-r-a-m-e.com slash hallmark i don't i don't know if it was the hit on the head that made him not remember the guy's last name or if it was just the fact 20 that years one yeah. over 20 years yeah yeah so. which means that she would have been still single when they were still talking like before he left home he left when he was, he was 18, 18 years old and she was 19 right because she's old yeah she was a year she's older. one year older right so then and so yeah. she probably married pretty soon after he left right so because they got married 18 19 20 sometimes but you were an old maid by then yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. Except for in Hope Valley. Like you're in Except for in Hope Valley. You're in your <laughs> 30s when you get married for the first time in Hope Valley. <laughs> I should move to Hope Valley. There you go. You'll be great. You'll be great. Yeah. You'll be great. Yeah. And then just the the fact that he remembered that he remembered that his name was Jake Tom because Tom Sawyer. of Sawyer. Mm-hmm. And then I think he was from Olympia, Washington, because he was a really good athlete. And my father said that he was the Olympian, Olympian from Olympia. From Olympia. Oh my God, that's brilliant. That is yeah. totally brilliant. So smart. <laughs> Can we real quick talk about him and his father and family? So, sure. yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, his brother passed away. We find that out. Right. They were Very young. young. And he says that his family was never the same again right and then his mother died his mother passed away which indicates that his mother passed away when he was a teenager because he would have left when he was because he said yeah because he said he as soon as his as soon as he turned 18 he left because it was right in sequential patrick Patrick died when lee was about 10 i believe yeah and so it could have been we don't know how soon after his mom died so it could have been 11, 12, or yeah. teenager, yeah. And then his father passes away. After he left. After he leaves. Right. Which, so when I first saw it, I thought his sister didn't tell him that his father passed away, and that's why he missed the funeral. I and then think when that's I watched, what happened. Yeah, he found watched, out. Yeah, and then he missed the funeral. But then when I read it, or watched it again, then I was like wait did he find out his father died and then he purposely missed the funeral and that's why his sister's so mad at him i don't think so i think that he didn't find out he said i found out later my father died i missed the funeral he -hmm. missed the funeral because he didn't know right he didn't he didn't know his father had died which makes him and I think I was confused because I was thinking like, okay, now I can understand why the sister is so angry with him. But now I'm back to like being confused again. Like what is going on here? Because I, I feel like it was, I, I, I interpreted it both ways when I watched I think she's just times. mad that he up and left the family, you know, and we don't know, we don't know what kind of rivalry and headbutting happened after Patrick died. And, mm-hmm. you know, cause I, I assume that it was probably pretty bad for him to want to get out of there so fast. Yeah. And never so. talk to his sister or never talk about her. Yeah. Even to your, mm-hmm. your wife. Yeah. Like, whoa. It'd be bad <laughs> for that. Yeah. All right, ladies. Are we ready to talk about the triangle oh wait one more <laughs> oh, thing oh, oh one more thing did, okay so meeting Susanna and she yeah. hangs up on him did y'all think that it was because she was shocked or because she was angry 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 okay. angry like he heard boom no not talking to you so, so and then, then she said one line to him the second time <laughs> okay that was where I was going with that I I as much friction as there is between these two characters, I love that she calls him Leland because nobody calls Lee Leland. Yeah. That's a sister thing to do anyway. Yeah. yeah. An older sister motherly type of thing. 
And you know what? Okay, I'm having a, I'm having a revelation. I'm having an idea. He probably may have he may have felt that Susanna was trying to run his life, and he was and that she was trying to be the mother in the mother's absence, and he couldn't handle that. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially when you're it a year apart. Be the, yeah, I, it wouldn't be the first time. So yeah. you know that that may have been. That may have been one of the things that drove them apart is that Mm -hmm. Susanna was trying to be the mother and trying to run his life after the mother died. And no teenage boy wants that. (laughs) Yeah. Especially from your sister who is a year older than you. Exactly. So that there's an idea right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll find out next week. Yes, we shall. (laughs) Okay. All right. Are we ready? Triangle time. <laughs> Casey, cut it out. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's so, a cute one. Yeah. Okay. So the first thought that I had, <laughs> the first thought I, I had with the first scene with Nathan and Elizabeth was, why is Nathan dressing? Why is he putting on clothes he was buttoning up his vest and i just went what's he doing dressing in the jail that was the first thought that i had why didn't he dress at home and then you know they talk about i'm going to the train station and the red surge would give you away i'm like oh he's changing clothes got it <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, it says a lot about Elizabeth to already know that without him having to say anything Mm -hmm. about, like, why he's, Mm -hmm. like, not wearing his red serge. I think she's just used to him being a Mountie. Well, that's exactly where I'm going with that. Like, that's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. It's comfortable for her. Yeah. She knows. Like, hashtag team Nathan. Oh, boy. I, I'm just saying, like, I, I just, I feel like that's just another indicator of, like, why they would be a good, good match. Like, she's she already, the life. she knows the yeah. life of a Mountie. She knows, like, the, she's got that instinct of, you know, it, it's just, Mountie it just business. goes. Yeah. yeah. She understands it. So It's true. So, I thought that she was pretty bold. I thought she was pretty bold with her words. You're entitled to the way you feel, but please stop shutting me out. I'm not oh, shutting you out. Man. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, we're getting we're getting a little rare here. <laughs> yeah, I was like, go Elizabeth, and then, <laughs> and then completely out of nowhere, this was this was the funny thing is she brought up. Union City and Lucas I thought maybe he would have brought it up or something like that but completely out of nowhere she says you want to know how I ended up in Union City with Lucas and that I love you know we saw this in the preview but his kind of sarcastic attitude how mm-hmm. he asked and his and face then, was like and then, yeah and she said he asked be safe out the door and leaves him to take all that information in (laughs) yeah i will say 
it's it's very weird to me just because he doesn't owe her anything mm-hmm. at this like, point no this he point, really doesn't he doesn't owe her an explanation and she doesn't feel she shouldn't feel like she she needs to explain herself to him either but like, and i he shouldn't be mad like at her like i get like she doesn't think he should be mad at her for just like, like nate or lucas asked her like why should yeah. he be mad about that like they don't owe each other it's anything. A, mm-hmm. It's a whole it's just, slew. It's a whole slew of things. You know, I yeah. think because I think we're all in agreement that I think we're all in agreement that she should have stayed in the cabin. By the way, does everybody think that that's the cabin that she gave birth in? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's also the same cabin where she learned how to milk a cow. So, no, what? No, no, that's two. No, that's not the homestead. They weren't actually, they weren't in the, they weren't in the, well, no, no, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about the set. I'm, Um, I'm talking about the the location. Okay. I, I thought you were saying that, you know, in the show, that's the same place. No, it's not. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Aaron said no, but I think yes. How many cabins are in the woods? She yeah. and she says, "I know the way." I'm like, how do you know the way? Because you went there when you were pregnant <laughs> in labor. What? What, Casey? Okay, so there's another thing that just dawned on me too with this whole windstorm thing, and she's okay. telling Nathan, "Like, I heard, I heard Emily. She did not hear Emily inside the cabin. She heard Emily when she walked outside, outside the cabin. Uh huh. She so was getting patient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that's even more for Nathan. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Nathan, in that argument, Nathan had Nathan, Nathan had every had, reason. Every, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He didn't he had any every reason to be in that harsh tone, but he did had he 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 should have yeah. been mad. But I okay. do. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe he could have toned it down, but that's human nature. Like, okay, how many arguments have you had with a spouse? And they're just like, Rah! and, or maybe you're the one. Like, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's not uncommon for someone to yell at you because they're so like freaked out. They care so much. They care so much. And that's why they're letting uh-huh. their emotion out. Like, I mean, Jack, Jack did do some irrational things when he was worried about Elizabeth. Yes, he so did. I, I, and I, he lashed I, out. He lashed yeah. out a time or two, you know. <laughs> and he was snarky, man. Oh, oh man. man. Jack was snarky. <laughs> That's the mounty way. Apparently. All right. So let's, let's move to the train station with Nathan and Fiona. I thought that was a hysteric. I thought that was a hysterical interaction and just, I have to, um, Oh, say behind me. I'll see you in town. You know, (laughs) what he said, like, get behind me. I'm like, Oh, what's going to (laughs) happen? No, he said the guy behind me. The uh, guy behind me. What? Um, yeah, he said the the guy behind me. Was he on I'm your like, train? I thought he said get behind me. That guy was on oh, the train. Oh, oh no, no, no. He said was, like, was the guy the guy <laughs> behind me. Was he on your train? And that sounds much said, better yeah. than my reason. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just you know I I have to. Uh, you know, <laughs> and I, oh, say no more. I'll see you in town. She's so you know? cute. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then, yeah, we, we know that there's something fishy about that woman. And mm -hmm. when she, when she's in town and she hears Lucas called Bill judge, she turns and looks and I, I think they're accomplices. I think those two are accomplices. Bonnie and Clyde. Oh yes. Most definitely. And it has, and it, <laughs> and it ends with something happening to somebody because they got shot. Well, that's next week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, well, before we move to Lucas, let's go to the very end where I thought Nathan was going to ask her on a date and I was incredibly wrong. So I, I, have, wrong. <laughs> I have an idea. I have a prediction for next week, but I refuse to say it because I've been wrong two, two weeks <laughs> in a row. So I'm not saying anything about my prediction for next week, but <laughs> it's so funny because both men, we'll get to Lucas in a second, but both men, they have these man of action reactions and then they come back and apologize later. Mm -hmm. and, Smart you know, yes, but I mean, once again, I think we are all in agreement that Nathan had nothing to apologize for except maybe a slightly harsher tone than he needed to. Mm -hmm. But, all right. Are we ready for the last line? I just want you to be safe because you matter to me. Good night. Huh? What? I mean, obviously he didn't say good night in that tone, but that's kind of how I took it. Like, you matter to me. Good night. <laughs> Like I said it, like I can go, like I cut it off my chest. Oh my goodness. It, you know, it's so interesting though, because he has such a bumbling <laughs> with his words with her. Like he does not know how to talk to a woman. No, especially does. Elizabeth. And yeah. It makes sense. Because when they go to Mountie school, they're, they, they're told if we wanted you to have a wife, we'd issue, issue you one. one. Absolutely. With, and so for Nathan, obviously he's not thinking about getting, he's probably, he probably had not thought about getting married. He had young Allie to take care of. He had a sick mother. He had a dad that was in prison. He had a lot of other things on his mind. And especially being the guardian of a young girl, that is number one priority is to make sure his niece is 100% taken care of Absolutely. and so it makes sense as to why he's like discovering these feelings and he's acting this way because he's no likely we don't know his backstory maybe he had a you know a love that passed away or moved on or broke his heart or whatever we don't know but it just makes sense to me but just seeing the entire Wayne Calls the Heart canon and what we know about Mounties and what we've seen about Jack, and we're not putting Jack and Nathan in comparison. It's just the profession that we've learned about through this series. Like, it makes sense. It makes sense as to why he's so, like, I care. Or, no, not, that's not I care. What was it? 
you matter to me. You matter to me. Jack said, I care. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Jack said, I care. (laughs) In season one, he said, I care. Yeah. I hope, I hope we get Elizabeth saying something about like, oh, if if they wanted you to have a wife, they would have issued you one. Like, I hope she says that. Oh, that would be funny if she said something like that to Nathan. Mm -hmm. Okay. But may I, may I add that when Jack said, I care, he went back to business very quickly and see you soon. But before he did that, he had her by the arms. Thank you very much. He touched her. <laughs> Come on, Nathan. We, we, did, we got nothing. I thought, may, I thought maybe Nathan would take her hand or something. I wasn't expecting him to kiss her. He's too shy. He's not going to. Yeah. And, and things are too awkward right now. But, but that whole talk of instincts and everything, I thought that he was going to follow his instincts and at least reach out and take her hand. Yeah, nothing. (laughs) Poor Nathan. Nathan. One step at a time for him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and just, oh, writers, if you are listening, please, not another Mountain Molasses too. Mm. We can't handle it. If Speed Nathan, him up a little. If, if Nathan is the choice and we have to go another five seasons for them to get to oh yikes. <gasps> <laughs> it's it's gonna be agony. <laughs> that would mean more going... more seasons though. So hey. Yeah, but I mean no, but still we can, life we can doesn't a... end. Life doesn't uh-huh. end when when you get married. One hundred ten percent. That's just the beginning. Yes, thank you very yeah. much. And that's the other thing too. Like I don't know why a lot of these like series. It drives me crazy. And it's not just Hallmark. It's other series too. It ends they marriage, end like mm-hmm. wedding end, and it's like I want to know more. What are they going to tackle? We want to see them as a married yes. couple. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it will work for Elizabeth and XYZ. Exactly. Well, and speaking of XYZ, let's go. We talked about X. Let's go to Y. (laughs) So I I loved when Lucas approached her on the street. He didn't even say hello. He just walked up to her and said, refreshing and real. A unique, underrepresented voice that leaves me wanting to read more. I'm sorry. You know, it's just... (laughs) What? My mother? Huh? You know, <laughs> the whole inter- the whole interaction just made me laugh. Okay, I want to know. I want to know what you guys think, and then I'll tell you what I think. So, Casey, did she have a reason to be mad? Did she? Did she have a right to be mad? Yes. <laughs> oh okay. If you are, if you are oh listening. If you are listening, you need to switch over to YouTube and watch Casey and her hysterical reactions because I'm dying over here. <laughs> like, I, I, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know it wasn't malicious. It was pure gold heart. It was, it was a very, it, there was no agenda with it. I really fully believe Lucas saw a talent. He was very excited. I mean, of course he is falling in love with Elizabeth. He wants to show her off because that's like, that's a thing. Like, like, Hey mom, dad, like this girl, I'm not going to tell you that I like her, but she is amazing. She's a writer. (laughs) She's 
you know, she's a teacher. She's really well, like, put together and stuff. Like, but they're obviously not going to be all like, yeah, I'm in love with her. So he's got to slide her in somehow in a conversation. I mean, so I... And Stands I, to reason. I, it, it, yeah, it does. And I, I understand it 100%. He should have just asked her, though, because I will tell you, and I've said this multiple times before on this podcast, as one who has written stuff and as one who studied English and had to write things, writing is a different ball game. You are taking your baby, what you've written, and handing it to strangers for them to rip it apart, number one. It's a very vulnerable thing. If you are a writer, you will know and you will probably agree with me. Like, it is oh, yeah. a very, very hard I mean, and I don't know if it's because when we write, we're pouring our souls onto paper. And when it's written and once it's sent off, you can't get it back. It's a very precious thing. And even if it's fiction, because you're still putting your soul in there. And that is the story Elizabeth is writing basically about her. I mean, yeah. And she said, and Luther Brandt. And she said, what she had to deal with the last time when she did her short stories. Like, exactly. And, I so that's and like can the we one just, layer. Can can we just can we just talk for just one second about how somber Rosemary was of the toll that this is all taking on Lee, and then she mentions Lucas and oh, that's so exciting, Elizabeth. Her his mother. No, not exciting. In <laughs> they both they both went from eligible to questionable. Hmm. Cookie? Yeah, she went <laughs> cookie. <laughs> I would take she, a cookie. She, she needed those cookies. <laughs> yeah. She, she probably needed two cookies, one for Lucas and one <laughs> for Nathan. Yeah. But all right, I, Caroline. Oh, yeah. you go ahead. Yeah, can I just say one more thing too? Yeah, the yeah. mother, like, that's that's the other part of it. It's not just, hey, my publisher friend, my brother who's a publisher, my sister who's a publisher. It's his mother. <laughs> <laughs> like okay and, and like that's and that's a risk because what if it was t- terrible and what if she didn't like it and now you've just showcased this girl who's an awful writer to your mother who doesn't like it and will probably judge you for liking her <laughs> thankfully she loved the mom loved it apparently but still oh! can you imagine can't. thanksgiving oh. if, it, if she didn't like it if they got married yeah yeah, all the snippy comments. Yeah. Of like, you should have put a comma there. Oxford comma. Honk the door. <laughs> okay. I'm done. Okay, Caroline, what did you think? <laughs> I, she did have every right to be mad. Like, like I said, like, if a guy that I liked showed his mother something that I did without me knowing, I'd be so mad. Like, dude like don't do that like ask somebody for advice before you do it like don't do it bless his heart he he was trying to be sweet but bless his heart and not the <laughs> way <laughs> so bless his heart go... in the most other way possible <laughs> so we go back we go back to what i said about nathan lucas is very much a man of action and then he realizes what a big mistake he made and he goes back and he apologizes very wholeheartedly but 
they both apologize he Mm -hmm. he, yeah he very but both of them very much ask for forgiveness rather than permission Mm -hmm. (laughs) and okay so my thought my thought on this i'm torn i i seriously am torn because while i do agree that he should have asked There are so many times, because I'm a writer, I'm a budding writer, and my best friend and I are working on a novel together, and the the first time that I wrote something that I shared with my husband, my husband doesn't like the show, and so I thought for sure that I was going to read this to him, and he was going to start making fun of me, Mm -hmm. and he was just going to laugh at me, and I had really worked hard on this piece that I had written. It was very short, but I had worked really hard on it. And so I'm shaking literally and I read it to him and he says, you need to write a novel. Oh, pardon me. It it was very sweet. It was very sweet. So while I do agree that he probably should have asked and the fact that it was his mother definitely ups the ante. Yes, it definitely ups the ante. The fact that he took it, sent it off, and then she liked it. You know, I mean, there, there are so many times when we as writers, we chicken out. Mm-hmm. And it's never going to be quite ready. Mm-hmm. And so for that reason, for that reason, I can totally understand why he would send them without asking because he saw talent. He knew his mother would see talent and her reaction was a good one. If Mm -hmm. it had been a horrible reaction and then he had gone and told her, that would have been a big mistake. Do you think he would have told her if the mom didn't like it? I don't think so. I hope he wouldn't have. I hope he wouldn't have. It would have so, come out, and that would have been really great drama. May, but, maybe, maybe, but just the but the fact that he showed them to his mother, and then she liked them, and she wanted to submit them to a publisher. That is, you know, I would have been, I would have been flattered, and I would have been almost relieved that someone did it for me. And mm-hmm. I hadn't had to go through all the sweat and the tears and the shaking of the hands. Like, here you go. You know, <laughs> so yeah I, yeah, I can see both sides. That's, that's my take. I think for me, obviously really, Casey can't. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's the layer of the mother. And I think mm-hmm. that's why it's yes. terrifying to me. <laughs> I, I, that's true. And, and I, again, I, I fully understand where he was going it was a very sweet thing to do and i'm not uh, personally like i don't i'm not mad at lucas like hey like you said do it and ask forgiveness later (laughs) but it's the layer (laughs) of the mother that just like Mm -hmm. had me a little shook there all right so the fact that it's the mother and with that hardies we leave you with the mother (laughs) (laughs) and okay like yeah, till next time, which happens to be the season finale. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. So, yes, this week I will be writing that parody of How Do I Live? <laughs> All right, so we will see who gets shot. I'm not even going to say my guess because, nope, not going to say it. <laughs> so, we'll see who gets shot. We'll see what happens with Fiona, and we'll see 
how Lee and his sister come to terms with things, won't we? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Casey, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at HallmarkMyWords. Caroline, where can people find you? On Twitter at MeetACarolineR. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at CamiDramaGirl, Cami spelled K-A-M-I. On Facebook, the Hooked Hardy Facebook page, and my blog is HookedHardy.com. You can also follow the Hallmarkies podcast all over social media with Hallmarkies Pod or Hallmarkies Podcast. Don't forget to check out our merch store, which has tons, thank you, Casey, has tons of Hallmarkies and postables and Hardy's inspired merch. And there's even Chessie's stuff in there. So come and check it out, especially at a time like this where we can't do a whole lot of shopping anywhere else. Do some online shopping at the Hallmarkies merch store. We'd love to see you there. And also please consider becoming a patron at our Patreon group because that really helps us out. If you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your reviews and your ratings. And if you're watching on YouTube, which is where the fun's at, (laughs) please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. And we will see you next week for the big grand conclusion. Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs)